Disney's Moana, Chapter 10. No, no, no! Hey! Moana shouted, slamming her hands against the stone. Ouch! That hurt. Let me out, you lying, slimy... She screamed in frustration. She couldn't believe she'd fallen for it. Of course, Maui the trickster would pull something like this. Never trust a demigod with an ego complex, she told herself. Letting out a warrior's shout, she attacked the boulder, kicking and pounding on it despite the bruises it gave her. When that didn't work, she dug her heels into the rocky floor and shoved against the boulder with all her might. Maui might have been able to move it one-handed, but she couldn't even get it to budge. Moana paused to assess her surroundings. Maybe she could find a stick to use as leverage. Wait, was that light coming from the back of the cave? Perhaps there was another way out. Abandoning the boulder, she tore through the canyon at the back of the cave to where it dead-ended in a pit, open to the sky. What the... Moana thought, staring up in surprise at... Maui, except this version was carved of stone. Evidently, the demigod had spent the past thousand years erecting a shrine to himself, complete with an enormous statue. Moana scanned the sheer rock walls for footholds, but found none low enough, so she clambered up the statue itself. From the top of Maui's head, she began throwing her weight back and forth, slowly rocking the statue off-center. This was going to work. It had to. And when she caught up with Maui, with a satisfying crash, Maui's stone face smacked into one of the walls and Moana leapt off, flinging her arms and legs out. Yes! She'd managed to wedge herself between the two walls and a nearby fissure. Moving first her hands, then her feet, Moana inched her way up until she reached the top of the opening. Bracing herself with her arms, she swung out of the fissure, feet first. Woohoo! Moana let out a happy yell and did a little dance on top of the rocks. But she couldn't celebrate for long. Down below, Maui was sailing off in her boat. Not going to happen, mister, she thought, glaring at him with narrowed eyes. She could hear him singing happily as he hoisted the sail and cut through the waves. Down in the cargo hold, Heihei was pecking the floor of the boat, oblivious to the fact that he and the boat were being taken by a demigod. Moana was willing to bet Maui had brought him along for his food, not as a pet. Don't worry, Heihei, I'm coming. If he stayed on his current track, Maui would be passing by the point of the cliff she stood on in just a few seconds. Wasting no time, she raced over to where the rock jutted out into the sea, her feet pushing off almost as soon as they touched down, her arms pumping. At the edge, she launched herself into the air, swooping toward Maui like a hawk diving for a mouse. Ha! <laughs> I'm going to catch you, 
she thought gleefully, just before she flopped into the water, yards from the boat. Splash! Ow! The front half Moana tingled in pain, as though the ocean had given her a full-body slap. Laughing, Maui sailed past her. I could watch that all day. Okay, enjoy the island, he called. Maui out, he waved cheerfully. No, stop, hey, Moana shouted, splashing after him. You have to put back the heart. Seawater whooshed into her mouth, and she had to stop and tread water as she coughed it out. When she looked back up, Maui was getting farther and farther away. Stop! Maui! Maui! She yelled every time she crested a wave, but either the demigod couldn't count strong hearing among his superpowers, or, more likely, he didn't care. Beginning to tire, Moana had to work harder and harder just to stay afloat. Maui seemed impossibly far away, and she glanced back. The island was almost beyond her strength to reach to. No, she thought. She had traveled past the reef. She had come all this way. She would not give up yet. She dove forward, her arms hauling her through the choppy water and her legs kicking methodically. All of a sudden, Moana felt herself getting pulled under the water. But there was no tentacle wrapped around her foot, no teeth around her waist. Instead, an invisible force zoomed her through the sea straight toward her boat. Whoop! The ocean deposited Moana, dripping wet, onto the canoe. Blinking, she and Maui stared at each other for a beat. What had just happened? Did not see that coming, Maui admitted. Moana didn't have time to analyze the ocean's sudden help. If she was going to get Maui to return the heart, she would have to assert her stance while he was still in shock. Recovering, Moana straightened her spine. I am Moana of Montanui. This is my canoe, and you will journey to Tafi. She ended in a yelp as the demigod casually picked her up and flung her overboard. As she thrashed in the water, she could see Minnie Maui scolding Maui. Not that having a six-inch-tall ink guy on her side would realistically help, especially since Maui didn't seem inclined to listen. Get over it, he was saying to his tattoo. We gotta move. Now, having the ocean on her side, that was a different story. Thump! The water popped her back onto the bow, hey, hey, squawking and flapping to get out of the way. And she's back, Maui muttered. Moana pushed the hair out of her face and stood up. I am Moana of Montatuni! Splash! This time, Maui had plunged the oar into the water and stopped the canoe so suddenly that Maui had fallen right off the front. Almost instantly, the ocean slapped her back on board. Maui's eyebrows shot up, considering her. It was Moana, right? He asked, his voice flat. Yes, and you will restore the heart. She opened her necklace and pulled out the spiral heart of Tafiti. It winked in the sun. Snatching it from her, 
Maui hurled it into the distance as far as he could throw. Moana's eyes widened. She couldn't believe he'd just done that. That was, that was, whack. The stone came zipping back and thwacked Maui in the head. Ha! Maybe that would knock some sense into him. Moana shot him a triumphant look. Shaking his head, Maui said, Okay, I'm out. And he dove over the hull. Whoop. A wave pushed him back up onto the canoe as if to say, Not so fast. Oh, come on! Maui bellowed, his hands clenched in fists. What is your problem? Moana asked. Why wouldn't he just accept he had to fix the mess he'd started? He had to return the heart. Her eyes fell on the stone, which Maui had twisted away from as soon as he was back on board. Oh, are you afraid of it? She asked teasingly, picking it up and dangling it toward him. Letting out a fake chuckle, Maui backed up until his spine hit the mast. No, no, I'm not afraid. Mini Maui popped up to his shoulder and nodded vigorously. Yes, yes, he was. Maui glared down at him. Stay out of it or I'll put you on my butt, he threatened. Grinning, Moana held the stone higher, the circle swaying between them. Stop it, Maui told her, his voice sharp. That's not a heart, it's a curse. The second I took it, I got blasted out of the sky and lost my hook. Get it away. Get this away? Moana asked, all innocent the heart of Tafiti now inches from Maui's nose. I am a demigod. I will smite you. He dodged around her to the bow. Do you want to get smote? Smoten? Ah! he cried as she followed him, thrusting the spiral forward. Listen to me. That thing doesn't create life. It's a homing beacon of death. If you don't put it away, bad things will come for it. Moana sat back, considering him. His tone had been deadly serious, all mockery and bravado gone. But she didn't believe him for a second. A homing beacon for death? If anything, it was the opposite, the promise of life being restored to her island. She'd been out on the ocean with it and nothing horrible had happened to her, apart from a demigod trying to steal her boat, of course. Her eyes narrowed. Come for this, the heart, this heart right here, she raised her voice and held up the stone, waving her hand from side to side. As Maui spun his arms, trying to get her to put it down, she grinned. Served him right for trying to leave her in a cave. Hey, cut it out, he cried frantic. You're going to get us killed. No. Moana said matter-of-factly. I'm going to get us to Tafiti so you can put it back. Thunk. Narrowly missing both her and Maui as it flew past, a three-pronged spear plunged into the mast, quivering over Heihei's head. Mwak! The rooster pecked at it. Speechless, Moana followed Maui's gaze over the water to a bank of fog. Through the mist, 
a dark curved shape began to emerge. Kakamora, Maui said, his voice full of dread. Kaka what? Moana asked. She'd never heard of them. Kakamora, murdering little pirates, Moana explained. His expression was grim as he turned toward her. Wonder what they're here for, he said pointedly. Feeling a bit queasy, Moana peered into the fog. The Kakamora's boat looked almost like its own island. She was able to make out a small figure with a very round body perched on top. Wait, was that a coconut? The little person seemed to be a walking coconut. Two more Kakamora popped up next to the first one, identical orbs bobbing up and down as they waved their arms at each other. They're kind of cute, Moana said. Why was Maui acting so scared? Was he just messing with her? Then the Kakamora lifted up their heads. It seemed the coconuts were just body armor with angry faces pointed on them. As they secured their coconut armor in place, they started jumping up and down, shaking their spears. On their grand canoe, drums began to sound, the beats punctuating their war cries like the footsteps of an army. Moana nervously placed the heart of Tafiti back inside her necklace. The little monsters were not going to get their hands on it. Clearing the fog bank, the Kakamora yelped even louder. She could see them loading bunches of spears into what looked like catapults. Uh-oh. What do we do? Moana asked. She looked toward the ocean. Do something. Help us, she urged. Good luck, Maui scoffed. The ocean doesn't help you. You help yourself. Moana turned to stare at the demigod, who was already rushing to the back of the canoe. Pull the lead. Tighten the boom, he shouted, as he grabbed up the oar. Um... Moana scurried over to the rope lines, her fingers wavering above them. Which one was the lead? You can't sail? Maui asked incredulously. I, um, I'm self-taught, Moana admitted a little huffily. She made it this far, hadn't she? Boom, 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 thundered the Kakamora's drums as they approached. Moana's stomach jumped in response. She whirled on Maui. Can't you shapeshift or something? According to his tattooed stories and the tales she'd heard growing up, he could transform at will and defeat any beast. Hadn't he just been bragging about how awesome he was and about all his amazing feats? You see my hook? Maui snapped. No hook, no powers. Okay, then we'll do it without special powers, Moana thought, tugging on a line. Whoosh! Down came the sail, crumpling to the boom. Maui groaned and slammed his hand to his forehead. Moana shot an apologetic look. She hadn't meant to do that. Without the wind behind it, the canoe shuddered to a crawl, the waves gently pushing it wherever they liked. Thunk, 
thunk, thunk. Spears thudded into the boat all along the hull and mast, these ones with ropes attached. Hehe pecked at the one nearest him, still convinced it might be food. As Moana watched in horror, the Kakamora began to reel them in, closer and closer to their boat, their drumbeats getting louder and louder. They did not seem so cute now that they were upon them. Peering over the edge, the warriors jeered menacingly, their weapons raised. They might not be as tall as Moana's knees, but there were hordes of them, and there seemed to be no escape. <laughs>